Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to Willpower. With the first African-American and first woman to hold the Register of Will's office in the city of Philadelphia, the Honorable Tracy L. Gordon, a mother, an educator, and community leader. When there's a will, your family keeps the power. This show will set the discourse for your family to plan for the future and extend the family legacy. Call your family and friends and tell them to tune in for a journey into their generational wealth. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Madam Register, the Honorable Tracy L. Gordon. I'm Tracy L. Gordon, Register of Wills here in the city of Philadelphia. This week, episode 13, we're going to talk about how you can untangle your title with an organization that I've been working really hard with called Philadelphia VIP. Our special guest is attorney Mike Jones. Let's talk about Mike Jones. He's a senior staff attorney at Philadelphia VIP. He recruits, trains, and supports volunteer attorneys to assist clients with getting their title to their homes. Philadelphia VIP, established in 1981, leverages the powerful resources of the community to provide quality volunteer legal service and ensure access to justice for low-income and moderate-income Philadelphians. Over the years, VIP has helped thousands of people get title to their home through deed drafting, estate administration, and real estate litigation. And if anybody ever heard us talk, one of the major hurdles to untangling the title or getting the title out of their person name is the legal part. Not so necessary the fees that's associated with untangling the title, like the probate fees that you have to pay us when you come to our office, or even the fees that is associated with when you go to the recorder deeds to transfer the title. The, 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 the challenge has been the ability to afford legal, and that's what Philadelphia VIP does here in the city is they assist low-income and moderate-income Philadelphians help navigate the legal process because remember, I'm telling you all over and over, if you don't listen to or understand or even just remember this, this, this program, remember when you make the will, your family keeps the power. The tangled title comes about when people do not make wills, they die, and the family simply don't know the process. They don't understand that there's no automatic transfer of wealth. In order for you to get access to the assets of the property is a process that you have to take when you come down to the Register of Wills office, and that process is called probating the estate or opening the estate. Most people don't understand what probate means because you're not an attorney, so you're not trained to understand those legal terms. And that's where Philadelphia VIP comes into place. They have been assisting people for over, uh, I'll let them tell you how many years, I believe over 20 years. So last week we had the opportunity to talk to Octavia Howe from the Pew Charitable Trust to speak about the study they conducted on the Tangle title. And from that study, they determined 
um, from the method that she explained. And by the way, for anyone who hasn't listened to the other 12 episodes, you can go on podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Odyssey, Spotify, Deezer, iHeart, Amazon Music, and go listen to any of our episodes, our past episodes. So for any of the new listeners, you can make sure that your family who don't like to talk about this topic of um, making wills or, you know, we're still living in grandma house and it's still in a dead person name, you can go listen to those episodes or have them listen to those episodes. So a tangled title is basically uh, when a deed to a property is in the name of someone other than the apparent owner, um, usually a deceased person name. And how you can end up in a tangled title again the owner dies without leaving a will. It could be a fraudulent deed. A rent-to-own agreement goes wrong. Property is just abandoned. Nobody knows Miss Mary died. They don't know she had any relatives. They don't know. People don't know. They just know the house been abandoned for years. Once Miss Mary died, she didn't have no relatives. That becomes a tangled title. Or the title change could be done improperly. A lot of people think it's an easy process. And I always tell people to go to an attorney if you want to add or change your deed or go to a title company that has the expertise to do so. So reasons why you should remedy this tangled title because you don't own the property. You can't get access to equity, can't get loans, you can't pass it down to your family, you can't get all this grant money that's available um, uh, to help you uh, repair the infrastructure of the house. Um, if the house was being mortgaged at the time of the death of the, of the person that owned the house. You can't negotiate with the bank to continue to pay the mortgage. Yes, of course, you can continue paying the mortgage. The mortgage company will take the money, but it won't lead to you own, owning the house. And also, most importantly, the reason why a lot of deed theft, deed theft has happened in this city um, is because of, um, you know, people... Uh, dying and the house is abandoned and people go around and they can tell all that mail piled up on the house, you know, and they take advantage of that. So we're going to talk a little bit about VIP. And what VIP do is they recruit legal volunteers to represent low-income Philadelphians who need a lawyer and cannot afford it because that's where the expense come. The expense come from the legal process. So some of the services they uh, include... Eviction defense, estate planning, meaning they help you make wills, um, deed transfers, real estate litigation, collections defense. Because um, remember, even though you didn't probate that estate or that house is still in the name of the deceased person after nine months, and that estate does not pay inheritance taxes, penalty and interest is accruing from the day after the, after that ninth month. So whether or not you are trying to avoid inheritance taxes, uh, you aren't. Uh, penalties and interest is going to accrue anyway. But he's been a partner with the Register of Wills. He's come to all of We meet monthly, me and uh, Mike and other uh, legal agencies. Every month we meet to talk about um, uh, some solutions and some strategies that, to help assist Philadelphians get out of these tangled titles. Before we get started, I wanted you to share the story of Virginia, who uh, worked with Philadelphia uh, VIP to untangle her title. Um, so let's talk about that story. So 
Uh, Miss Virginia came to us um, in about 2019 for assistance with getting title to her home. And, uh, you know, this happens more often than, than this happens all the time, in fact. Um, and she came to us um, and I was working with her and she uh, she came to us with the documents. She said that her uncle and her aunt had owned the home and that they had passed and that she had a will uh, that was devising the property to her. Um, but um, what happened, in fact, was that the, uh, the will had named a number of people who were both related and not related to her directly. Um, and those people were uh, not all here. And the will didn't, did not name her to be the executor of the estate either. And so we had to find a volunteer attorney while we were working with Ms. Virginia. We had to find these other folks who were named in the will who could get, who could sign renunciations appointing her, even though she wasn't named, and then have her become the administrator of the estate. However, there was significant logistical hurdles because we had someone living in um, down in South Carolina. We had an adoptive brother we had, who was an adoptive brother. We also had a foster brother. So there was just a lot of different um, issues and obstacles that we were facing. But we had spent um, a significant amount of time working with her, and her volunteer attorney was able to get her full title to her home. Um, and and she's extremely grateful. Now she has a will that's able to, to devise the property to her loved ones. And I remember meeting her. She she came to um, when we the Register of Wills um, Association. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, she that's came. That's awesome. And she was ecstatic. And and it was a typical uh, 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 head female head of the household um, in a tangled title, needed some repairs, but couldn't get through those hurdles. Tell her what a renunciation is, because this is where I found when I'm in the courtroom that most people misunderstand what a renunciation is. Tell them what a renunciation is. Well, and, and this is a, a common question, a common concern among my clients and, and among um, their family members. But a renunciation is specifically saying that um, I, as an heir of the property, an heir of the, the estate, rather, um, I don't want to act as the administrator of this estate, and I elect this other person. I nominate this other person. And, um, most of the time, we, we ask for our clients to be the person who's nominated um, so that they can serve as the administrator of the estate. But the, the important, the rub here is that people often think that by signing a renunciation, they think that they're giving up their right to the property, their legal interest in any property that they own. And, and that's not, in fact, the case. They're just saying, I don't want to serve as administrator. I don't want that burden, that responsibility. I want to nominate someone else to do it. Later on, if they're willing to give up their legal interest in the property, that's when they'll sign deed or sign title over to that instrument. And that's what people don't understand. And this is where Philadelphia VIP come, <clears throat> explaining to people uh, the renunciation because Listen, when you make the will, remember I told you that you, before you die and while you're in your right state of mind, name the person that is going to be the executor in the case of a male or executrice in case of a female. That person is the one that's going to take care of the business. That's the person that's going to gather the documents, the will to come down to the office. That's the person that's going to take the legal paperwork to the bank to withdraw the money. That's the person that's going to pay the funeral bill, uh, pay the debt, and then that's the person that's going to distribute the assets, as you say, 
uh, as you list in your will. Now, when you don't leave a will, then someone, one of the heirs or someone that has a legal interest to the, uh, to the um, property or the assets, they have to get the permission of the courts to be the administrator. Same duties, it's just that in the case of a will, you name the person, <clears throat> which is a best practice. But when you don't leave a will, then you leave it up to the register of wills to decide who that person is going to be to take care of the business because you can't because you're dead. So it's a form called renunciation forms. So then when they go to their relatives and say, hey, sign this renunciation form, they're only asking you to sign a renunciation form so they can act as the administrator so they can take care of the business. And that's where a lot of the problems, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, that's where a lot of the problems come in when the relatives believe that the renunciation means they're signing over the rights to their their access to the property. I think that's a, a, a big a big issue is a lot of that misconception and also just like the amount of time it takes. It does take a long time. And, and so like getting people to actually sign them and get them notarized is a, um, a logistical hurdle. Um, but but often I'm very, very grateful for this. I'm sure uh, everybody uh, for the most part is too, that, that m- most of the time a lot of the families are all in agreement and it's just a matter of trying to get that coordination and get that legal document signed so people can open up the estate and have you know, their family member appointed administrator. And when they come into my, uh, um, in, into my hearing um, um, room, that is the major thing that I see that is the objection. Because a lot of times they don't want to do the work because there's a lot of work that goes behind it, collecting the papers and getting the signatures. But they just, when you hear renunciation, they just resist it because they're assuming that if they sign something that they don't understand, they're signing on their rights to to get access to um, what they inherit. And so that is a very important thing that I want you all to understand so your families won't go through this uh, confusion is simply make the will and name the executor, name an alternative executor, and and, and make sure that they don't have to go through the whole process of getting renunciation forms. So what other services or what's some of the services uh, Philadelphia VIP offers when helping um, Philadelphians with estate planning? Uh, with estate planning specifically, um, what, what Philadelphia VIP does is that we will um, – We'll have a case manager who works with you. Um, then we're going to refer you to a volunteer attorney. That volunteer attorney is going to assist you with drafting a will that that you want specifically. It's customized specifically to you to say, these are the properties that I own. This is my house. Um, these are my bank accounts. Uh, these are my personal items, my family heirlooms. Um, and then they're going to, in that will, say, these are the family members that I want this to go to, or this is what I'd like to be done with that that property. Um, maybe you want it to be sold. Maybe you want it to be given to a charity. Maybe you want your grandchildren to have it. Um, and then, as, as Madam Register has said, um, they're going to name an administrator, an executor of the estate, someone who's going to step into the shoes of you who's drafted that will upon your passing and who's going to be able to say, okay, this is where it's going to go. I can sign title over. Um, additionally, not just wills, Philadelphia VIP is able to assist with other estate planning documents like 
um, of healthcare power of attorney, someone who's able to be available and assist in medical decisions, a financial power of attorney, someone who's able to make different decisions based on you know bank accounts or transferring property, and also a living will. So if you have a, um, a traumatic injury that you're unable to make decisions for yourself, you're able to say in this living will, hey, these are the things I want to happen if this is the scenario. So we kind of do that whole wraparound services for estate planning. Excellent. And explain to our listening audience, what's the difference between a will and a living will? Oh, great question. Um, a will, well, actually, I'll start with a living will. A living will is for when you are alive, but it's the decisions are based on whether or not you want to have, you know, I, I, these are cataclysmic issues, and these are hard things to talk about, and, and so it's hard things to think about also, but say you have an injury or something happens to you and you become unconscious um, and you have to go onto a feeding tube. A living will is something that says, I do want to be on a feeding tube. I do want to have assistance with breathing. I do want to have to be resuscitated. Um, or in the other, on the other side, you don't want these things. But this is explicitly stated, and someone who you trust is given this document who's able to share that with a doctor if that happens. Now, a, a regular will, when we think of a will, that is for when you have passed and you are able to say, these decisions that I have are regarding my estate, the items, my ownership of property, both real, which is land, and tangible and personal, like the, you know my, my wedding ring. Yes. And talk to us about power attorney, because oftentimes people believe that that power attorney is still activated once you die. Explain to them about the power attorney and, and when the power attorney responsibilities or power ceases. Uh, so uh, power of attorney documents, again, two of them, there's the uh, healthcare power of attorney, which is able to assist with medical decisions and being having someone that you trust appointed to um, work with the doctor and work alongside you and to, to be able to have access to medical documents. Um, and a financial power of attorney, which is to say that, like, I want someone to um, be able to access my bank accounts um, or to transfer transfer my property that I have. They have the legal right to do this because I've appointed them to. Now, you need to have the capacity to be able to have these documents drafted and signed, um, and they become effective upon the signing of both you and, so you are the principal, the person who creates these documents, and then once your agent acknowledges them, that's when they become effective. However, these documents don't need to be used all the time it's not like every time you have a transaction that you want to every time you go to the bank it's not like you need to have a power of attorney there it's that your power of attorney can use those things if you give them that ability and they terminate they end upon your passing so immediately upon your passing they can use that up until that point but once someone has passed once the principal has passed um, that that agency expires also and that's when the will kicks in yes that's when the will kicks in so power attorney living will and a will is something that philadelphia vip assists low and moderate income philadelphians in um gathering or putting putting together what's the phone number at philadelphia vip we're going to say it a couple times but i know people are dying or go get your pen and pencil so we can 
let you know how to get in contact with Philadelphia VIP. So the most important thing I'll say about getting in contact with Philadelphia VIP for estate planning documents is to go to our website. We have an intake form on our website, www.phillyvip.org. P-H-I-L-L-Y-V-I-P dot O-R-G. There is a, um, a tab on the top for get help. And then underneath that tab is estate planning. You can fill out that form and we will get in contact with you shortly. That is the best way to get in contact with us for estate planning documents. There's a number of other things that we do at Philadelphia VIP. Um, those are all through referral. We generally don't accept direct intake except for estate planning documents estate planning and also small business help, uh, small business nonprofit. Um, but I think we're going to get to, to talking about tangled title in a second. So yes. I'll get to that in a moment. Yes. So uh, www.phillyvip.org is when you go in and do the intake form and then someone will contact you, correct? Correct. <clears throat> yes. So from your perspective, because I know you all heard it from me, but there's always different perspectives. Um, can you share or emphasize why estate planning and making a will is so important? Well, I, I can. I think it's best to explain that um, when when saying the the ways things go wrong, um, and the way things go wrong is that if you pass and you don't have a will, and let's say you have a number of children and a spouse, um, and maybe that spouse isn't the parent to your children. What you have then are these number of what's called intestate shares. Um, you're, you pass owning this, let's just say it's a home. You die and that home then gets split up among your spouse and your children. Now, um, if, if everybody's on board and everybody wants one specific thing, then that's wonderful. Typically it's best when it's easiest and simplest when you have a will and it says, this is what I want. Um, and so people say, okay, this is what I have to do. But when you die without a will, all of these interests go around to your children, to your spouse. And maybe if you didn't have children, you didn't have a spouse, it goes to your other family members like siblings or parents. And, and with that, things become difficult. People have different ideas. People have different expectations. People want something. Um, and, and if that's the case, then there's this discord. But then furthermore, you actually have to go through the acts uh, to properly probate an estate. And to do so, you have to go through those signing of renunciations. And, and if you don't have a will, you have to get all those renunciations signed from all of your family members. And there's a certain tier of priority of, of how someone who's related to you has the right to serve. And um, I'm not trying to get in the weeds on this, but I think that it's important to note that it is confusing. And therefore, if you don't have a will, it's going to make life more difficult for your loved ones to try and figure out exactly what you wanted to balance also with what they want. And having a will makes it very clear, this is my property, this is what I want to happen, and this is who I want to give it to. If you believe you have a tangled title, you should contact the Save Your Home Philly Hotline. Save Your Home Philly Hotline 215-334-4663. Save Your Home Philly Hotline, 215-334-4663. If you believe your home is in a tangled title, how does Philly VIP utilize the tangled title fund? 
And what is the process for someone wanting to work with Philly VIP and apply for this Tangle Title Fund? So the, the Tangle Title Fund is a grant program um, that is uh, paid for by the city and it's administered by Philadelphia VIP. It's paid for by the Division of Housing and Community Development. Um, and um, it, it is aimed to help preserve housing, prevent homelessness, and strengthen communities. Specifically, though, it is used for administrative costs for resolving tangled titles, um, particularly probate filing fees, transfer taxes for getting a deed recorded, inheritance taxes, maybe if there's you need to get a death certificate or a birth certificate. And um, these grants are, pro, are awarded to those who uh, apply. They typically apply using a legal services organization. So if you go and you call the Save Your Home Philly hotline by calling 215-334-4663, and you get in contact with an attorney either at Philadelphia Legal Services, Philadelphia Legal Assistance, Community Legal Services, Senior Law Center, Philadelphia VIP, um, then you'll probably be able to access the Tangled Title Fund by having someone, a representative of yours, through one of those organizations, apply and help get grants that can pay for those administrative costs. Yes, and if anyone wants any of this information, you can call our office at 215-686-6250. Again, 215-686-6250. We will give you all the information as it regards to Philadelphia VIP and any legal organization that we mentioned. Also, you can email us, row online at philly.gov. How do I qualify? How do they qualify for the Tangle Title Fund? So um, the, the Tangle Title Fund, uh, the specific eligibility requirements um, are, are um, mainly that the person, the applicant, is at or below 80% of the area medium income um, and that they are living in and or plan to live in this home from which they're trying to resolve a tangled title and that they have some clear path towards resolving that tangled title. Um, so the intent is to live in the home. We want to keep this our home. Our goal is that we want to have primary homeowners living in these homes so that they can get title, so that they can then get estate planning documents, so that they can pass it on and save this property within the family. But it's important that they um, speak with a legal services organization who will then be able to really help determine the eligibility for uh, the Tangle Title Fund. Final question for Mr. Jones. How can people stay up to date with Philadelphia VIP and how can they follow you on social media? Amazing question, and my director of um, in outreach and engagement is excited to have you ask that. Um, the most important ways that you can follow us is by going to Facebook or LinkedIn for our general broadcasts. Um, but more specifically, uh, VIP also offers legal services for entrepreneurs, low-income business owners, and nonprofits. If you want more information on that, you can follow us on Instagram at, at Philly VIP. That's it, just at P-H-I-L-L-Y-V-I-P. Yes, please go on Instagram or Facebook in the search engine and put P-H-I-L-L-Y-V-I-P, and you can find all this information. You can find all the other services that they provide. Um, and, again, you can call us at 215-686-6250. And, again, please give that 
website that they can go on so they can do the intake form for Philly VIP? www.phillyvip.org. www.phillyvip.org. Please, guys, I'm telling you, this Philly VIP is here to assist people with getting out of these single titles. But the major message that I want you all to really, really listen to and understand and discuss with your family members, with your friends, with your neighbors, is to make the will. Because when you make the will, your family keeps the power, and then you don't have to worry about a renunciation form or uh, of going to Philly VIP and asking them to help you to untangle a title. These are the things that you can do to prevent. And that's what I want you all to understand is about prevention. But unfortunately, for so many years, people never got this information, and so they're stuck in these tangled titles. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode and see you all next week at 7.30 in the morning. And remember, when there's a will, your family keeps the power. I'm Tracy Gordon. Register your wills. Thanks for listening to Willpower with the Honorable Tracy L. Gordon.